the free running person is a criminal and criminals should go to jail. I don't know how to say it any simpler than that. What happened with the police officer down at Stanley Park? They talked about it on the news, but I was there when it actually happened. I was maybe 40 or 50 feet away, just across the road and down a little ways. I like to go there to Stanley Park on nice days. There's a couple of places where you can sit at the top of a big hill overlooking the beach and the ocean, and if the weather is decent, it's quite a pleasant place to be. I don't much care for all the people in the park, but the sea air is good for the Constitution. That's what I was told when I was little. So from where I am, I can see there's this young man, like I said, across the road and up a ways, and he was just sitting there. But he was, well, now, I don't like to make a person a type, but you know how some people are. I'm not talking about normal people. I'm talking about homeless people, hippies. You know the kind. They're greasy, dirty. They dress and they act like they have no respect for themselves and no respect for anybody else. They're all the same, like piles of filthy hair with dirty shoes, if they even are wearing shoes. The person in question was a scruffy young man with a shaggy little beard and a head of those dirty dreadlock things. To me, he looked almost half wild, like he wanted to give the impression of being a savage beast. If there had been a nice young man from a good home under all that hair and grime, I certainly couldn't see it. As near as I could see, he was just loitering in the park. He didn't need to be there. If he didn't have a home, he should have been looking for work, not wasting his day where people were trying to enjoy themselves. Honestly, I would have called the police on him myself if the officer hadn't approached him when he did. With situations like that, you can just tell the operator on the emergency line that you're being threatened, and they'll send a squad car right down, sirens and all. I've done it a few times when I felt like the situation warranted such a response. So the officer tells the young man to move along, and that's when the young man sassed him. I didn't hear exactly what the young man said, but the officer sure did, and instantly you could see that the officer's attitude about the situation had changed. The officer drew his weapon and demanded that the hooligan get down on his knees. The little creep, he looked like he was asking what he'd done, like he didn't know. And that's when the officer smacked him, in the nose, with the rear end of his firearm, and that put the little hippie down on the ground. Honestly, I was so relieved when he did that. I get quite scared for the police officers. They have all their body armor and their guns and other weapons, but you never know, with kids these days, and the homeless people, with the drugs and the mutations. Personally... I think they should give the police bigger guns that shoot more bullets. But these days, people would rather give the criminals cookies and warm glasses of milk. That's the liberals for you. It's like nobody cares about the rule of law anymore. 
You can't just break the rules. You can't. What kind of world would that be if people just did what they wanted? Let me tell you something about rules. When I was a young child, all I wanted was my own cat. But my mother told me that we couldn't have a cat because the building we lived in didn't allow them. So one day, I found a little kitten out in the alley and I brought it home with me. I snuck it inside and tried to hide it from my mother. Well, of course, my mother found it the next day and the kitten was taken from me and that night my mother said to me that the animal control people had put it down and that if I just left it out in the alley, it would probably still be alive. That's what happens when you don't follow rules. When a child thinks that the rules don't apply to them. I'm sure some people think that my mother was cruel for how she treated a 10-year-old child. But I'm glad. I'm glad I wasn't coddled or lied to about the world. Because the truth is, if you break the rules, people get hurt. People die. And that's what that young man was learning. The police officer was teaching the young man just as my mother had taught it to me. Why hadn't his mother done it for him? Probably she was too busy with her heroin snorting and her beatnik sex dungeons. You know how those people are. And the thing is, with these kids today, the ones you see out on the street, in the city, you never know what they might be high on. They're like wild animals. They do a bunch of their drugs and they go crazy with the power. Killing. Raping. You hear about it on the news every night. And of course, the Daily Sun writes about it regularly. They seem to be the only ones willing to speak out against the problems this city has. The people who are actually making the city such a mess. The street people and the gangs. My neighbor Sylvia... She told me that she saw a report on the internet about how in Chicago, there was a whole gang of young men who were turning themselves into flesh-eating monsters. They'd go out at night, abducting people right off the street and taking them home to rape them and eat them. Some sort of new urban gang ritual. And that's why, if you ask me, I say the police should shoot first and ask questions later. But of course, nobody asks me, do they? So, I think the officer was about to put his handcuffs on the young man, the hippie, when the other young man arrived. He came walking up like a normal person. I didn't know who he was, not at first, but I could tell he was trouble. And so could the officer, who immediately pointed his gun at the approaching stranger. That was the criminal, of course. We know that now. I don't need to tell you my thoughts on him. It's disgusting. What he is, whatever they call him. The runner man. He's just a criminal. That's certainly all he is to me. I have trouble sleeping at night knowing people like that are out there. So the criminal approaches the officer with his hands stuck out ahead of him like he's surrendering. And I guess he tells the officer to handcuff him. I could see the officer was shaking. The poor man was so scared. 
but he did it. The officer took out his handcuffs and he clicked them onto each of that criminal's wrists. Once the cuffs were on, though, the criminal smiled this creepy smile. I could tell it was creepy even from where I was sitting, and he held up his hands. He pulled the handcuff chain taut between his two wrists, and then the metal chain of the handcuffs just snapped. It was a metal chain, and he pulled it apart without any effort at all. And it made this sound when it happened, like a sharp little crack. Then the criminal ripped off each of the little bracelet pieces as well, and just threw them on the ground. Well, that's when the officer raised up his gun. And yes, I know there were other people playing in the park, a whole bunch of children playing in the surrounding area, but clearly the officer felt his life was in danger. And personally, I don't blame him for the choices he made. The officer fired his gun until it was out of bullets, which I found to be excessively loud and unpleasant. I've heard that they can make silencing devices, and I don't see why they can't put those on all police guns. No need to subject innocent people to that awful sound. The officer was so scared for his life, however, that all of the bullets missed their target. I think I heard on the news that most of the bullets went into a passing car, and one struck a jogger. A shame, I suppose, but personally I can't stand those joggers. All that sweating and heavy breathing. In public, it's unseemly. If you have to do that, then do it in the privacy of your own home. That's what I say. Not that anyone asks me. It was after the officer fired his gun that the criminal committed the assault. That part was awful. It was so fast and brutal. First, he slapped the gun out of the officer's hand, breaking the policeman's wrist. And then he punched the officer in the chest so hard that the poor man went flying back through the air at least 20 feet. I heard later on the news that the officer had a cracked sternum from the impact, even though he had on one of those bulletproof vests which they wear. That's how hard he was hit. It makes me feel sick. A person having that kind of strength. It's simply wrong is what it is. It's unnatural. It goes against God. And what did he ever do to deserve those powers? Of course, the hippie ran away while all the violence was going on. Their kind always do as soon as they get a chance. Like rats, scurrying off into the shadows. The jumper man, he also left pretty quickly after he'd attacked the officer. He just went straight up into the trees and then, I don't know, monkeyed himself out of the park and back into the city. I didn't see any of that. I was watching the poor officer who was just laying there on the ground, struggling to breathe. It took about 15 minutes for an ambulance to show up. Can you imagine that? Is that how things are done now? In my day, they treated you with some respect. But I see them today, all those ambulance people, covered in tattoos, flaunting their alternative lifestyles. How are they supposed to help people looking like that? People on the left talk about having problems with the police. 
but I've lived here 65 years and have never once seen a so-called crooked cop or been treated with anything other than the utmost civility. And if the police are being a bit rough, who are they being rough on? Criminals? Am I supposed to feel sorry for criminals now? The people who refuse to follow the rules? This one, though. The freak. This runner man that it seems the children and anarchists revere. He's just horrifying. How are the good people of this city supposed to feel safe in their homes, knowing somebody like that is out there, making his own rules? So, when the mayor says this runner is a terrorist, I believe it. Because of what I've seen with my own two eyes, he's a dangerous, violent menace. Just like those Antifa people. I say just round them all up. The drug addicts, the homeless people, the graffiti writers, the freaks. Round them all up and put them somewhere so they can't be a problem to the rest of us normal people who just want to live our lives peacefully. I don't think that's asking too much. Not that anyone ever asks me.